are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, you're listening to the Locked On Wildcats podcast. I'm Mike Luke, joined by John Schuster. All right. We broke down a lot of, you know, we're kind of in a transitory period right now. No it's kind of like inflation. Yes, yes, exactly. No U of a. That means we're going to do this podcast yes, for a while. Correct. No U of A basketball. Uh, U of A basketball on... Um, uh, on uh, they play Washington, right? Yeah, they play in Washington, a, in, but the women are also game. canceled until, you know, the uh, New Year's Eve. So there's all that. So you know what? We're diving around the world of college athletics right here. My question for you, John Schuster, is this. Uh-huh. Don't you at some point, and without making this too political, at some point don't you have to change the outdated testing mantra for college athletes now that everybody is vaccinated? If they, I'm watching ESPN this morning and they're talking about, well, you know, with all these COVID cases, there's a legitimate possibility that there won't be a national championship game. Uh, well, uh, is, is, is that why we got vaccinated? Right. Well, the, this is... Uh, we had an outdated playbook. That's an outdated... I understood the playbook initially. Right. Everybody did, but it's an outdated playbook yeah. right now. This the, is... The NBA, and I'll, then I'll let you, then I'll let you fly out. Go, yeah. go ahead. The, the NFL is, is spot on on this. Yeah, actually, I completely disagree, but go ahead. They're not testing you if you're vaccinated. Okay. So what? You're still penalizing people who aren't vaccinated for not playing, and both, and, and both entities spread it equally. It's an outdated. It's an outdated playbook, because be, because neither two things are happening. Nobody's getting sick, and uh, you know because they're athletes, they're right. in good shape, and even if you're vaccinated, you can spread it. Right. So because those things are the same, the playbook is outdated. Mm-hmm. It's not at 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 first when you were trying to limit the spread of this, you know you were in a position where you. There were some logical reasons behind, relatively logical reasons behind, trying to take pretty drastic steps to give yourself an opportunity to have a product to put out there. Right. Now, you have entire teams that might be Let me challenge a quarter sideline, a third sideline, the rest. Sure, go ahead. Let me briefly challenge you on that, though. But I guess where you and I part company a little bit here, though, is that if you're the NFL, your college athletics – and you view that there's some liability for allowing somebody who's not vaccinated to play with COVID, isn't that? Well, okay. Yeah, if, you know what I'm if, asking if, without if asking, I guess. If, if, you're, if, you're, if you're bogged down and worried from a litigious standpoint yeah, about that's, what's I guess what I'm asking, yeah. going on here, the baby with the bathwater approach that you're utilizing is still hurting your sport. Mm. And, and and we're at, and it looks silly. Right. It's just it's just absurd. Right. And, and and it's holding two people at a different standard at a time where they are exactly the same and the result of what it is that they're doing in hurting others mm. is exactly the same or spreading it to others is exactly the same. Right. The dynamic has changed because clearly and one of the things that's frustrating to me is that the media doesn't want to say the ob- a bunch of obvious things here. If you're vaccinated now, you can still spread it. Right. That's what's happening. Hmm. Okay, so you're still doing this sideline thing at a time when none of your players are getting sick. 
you're still allowing games in front of you with fans in the stands and the spread possibility, which is significant right now. Everybody's going to catch this right. within the next two months. Right. You know, Especially that, that's just, with this. That's just, that's just how Omicron is. Right. That's actually good news. Right. Uh, it, it should hopefully get us closer to a reasonable end here. But you have players who are able to play who aren't making the situation any worse in the NCAA and the NBA and the NFL and the NHL, which has taken a two-week pause, mm-hmm. uh, you know, are approaching this in a way that was much more understandable a year ago, but is completely out of touch right now. Right. And they're doing it, I think, for the wrong reasons, and they're hurting their all right. So they're, they're hurting their players in the process, and I think they're hurting the product of the game. Now, and are, they, it looks are, silly. They wor- are they worried about media backlash? Are they worried yes. about a lit- now? So you don't think that any uh, of I, the, you don't think any of this is from a, a litigious issue? Then well, I think I, I think you could certainly make that argument because yeah. I at least understand. I, I somewhat understand that though. If you have lawyers that are saying to you, you know, you could face a multi-million dollar lawsuit if you have this kid right here that you know is tested positive for COVID and he's playing and he's not vaccinated. That to me is a little bit of a concern. Okay, but but how so? Because you now have thousands, hundreds, literally hundreds of cases Mm -hmm. of athletes at the college level, at the pro level, in a variety of sports who have spread COVID to other athletes. Mm -hmm. Hundreds of them. They have been vaccinated. So there are hundreds of vaccinated and unvaccinated players who have spread COVID to, actually there are hundreds of vaccinated players and maybe dozens of unvaccinated players because they've made such an effort to get people vaccinated. None of that spread to somebody else is any different. Right. The spread, so, so whether you're vaccinated or whether you're unvaccinated, the spread of it to somebody else is, exa- is exactly the same. The problem here, the concern here, is could the unvaccinated player be more sick? Yeah. But then, <clears throat> so it's I not the first part of this, it's the yeah. second yeah, part that, of this. Well, that's what I'm asking. But, but then <clears throat> the, you know, that gets that gets into a myriad of potential choices and the rest of it. And if you lay out the choice out there, then, you know, you're in a situation where I think there's, there's potentially difficult litigious standing. But again, in the day and age of the way that litigious stuff can happen right. and the way that you can come to terms with, you know, some, na- navigating some of that, I get that that area can be a lot more gray than the answer I'm giving you right now. Mm-hmm. But in terms of... I think from our perspective, from our viewing perspective, we are being damaged by leagues that are approaching this in a way that I still believe is outdated. Right. Because the spread is exactly the same. And you're spreading it to athletes who statistically right. have shown they aren't getting sick because they're in good shape. And what cracks me up about this whole thing, too, is so the NFL's new thing is, well, we're just not going to test if you're, if you're vaccinated. But if you're concerned about the spread, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> then, 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 then that's a legal. Then that's a legal issue in and of itself, because you're intentionally, blindly, yes, making a decision, and the decision you're making. Ignorance isn't bliss if you it, want to go it, by that. And ignorance is no excuse for the law, right? So if you're worried about this from a litigious standpoint, you have admitted, mm-hmm. admitted that you're not testing 
right. based on based on no difference in data now. Right. Does it spread if you're vaccinated? Yes. Mm-hmm. Does it spread if it's on if you're unvaccinated? Yes. So so if you're just deciding, no, we can't see, we can't see, we can't see, we can't see, nothing to see here, nothing to see here. We need to have a product on the field because if we test everybody exactly the same, we're not going to have it. We're basically going to be utilizing replacement players for the NFL come playoff time. Can't have that, can't have that, nothing to see here, nothing to see here. Please cover, please cover, please cover. Mm-hmm. Then, 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 then it would seem to me that the NFL is more litigious because they're clearly lying to us. Right. And so, so it's just, I mean, they're not, they're, they're in this desperate, weird, desperate middle ground where they're pretending that it's about safety. Right. But really what it's about is hoping to hell they can keep a product on the mm-hmm. field. Right. You know, at a time where it's playoff season. Right. Which could be absolute and entire chaos already. Right. As the case is. So, so uh, it could be entertaining. You talked about this, I think, at, at the top with the potential of having, um, uh, the college football national championship not happen mm-hmm. as a result of the NCAA. It's absolutely nuts. Right. But in a weird way, it almost <clears throat> kind of would make me, it almost would kind of make me laugh. Yes. The NCA would lose out on uh-huh. so much money over something that you don't really need to be concerned about. Correct. But all right, I'll tell you what, one thing that we do need to be concerned about is the reads here. And let's see here. Ah, the show's brought to you by uh, Sonos. I don't know why the heck you screamed there. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> did, did your computer just give you a yeah. virus? Sonos, 10 to 15 second read. Check out Sonos. It's an acronym <laughs> right there. It's fantastic. But one other thing, too, is betonline.ag. Um, again, when you're a harbinger of tr- honesty. Of honesty. <laughs> yes. Yes. When you're a harbinger of honesty, one thing you try to do is you try to, uh, you know, eliminate the fake news. And you know what? There's been a vicious rumor that's been spread. Uh-oh. BetOnline.ag. Mm-hmm. I've heard of it. It's not short for Anthony Gimino. Oh, man. I don't know why so many people, people believe that believe Anthony that. Gimino yeah. is running his own betting site. Exactly. And if, but if, if he were, I'm sure it'd be a great site. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The good folks at BetOnline Antigua. Oh. No, and Bruno just took a shot at was uh, a John good Schuster. That was a good one while yeah. I was trying to get my drink. They don't deserve such a thing right there because they worked hard for this. And a guy like Tony Gimino doesn't mm-hmm. even want the blame or the no. credit for something he didn't do. Right. Because Tony's a good dude. He's a good dude. Right. That, yep. that, that's the way that I think we have to look at these things. Mm-hmm. So again, BetOnline.ag Antigua, not Anthony Gimino. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Locked On Wildcats podcast. All right. Now, let's transfer over to a little bit of Arizona sports right here. That sounds good. Let me ask you this. If you hired, we're talking about all these teams right here, and all Bruno really wants to take your face mm, off. He really right does. There, there's, there's, oh, man, he's... You're you're in the holiday nipping period right now. This is uh, and and you you've you've updated your strategies a little bit, which is what Arizona basketball has to do as as it enters the second half and the conference portion of the season. It has to approach things a little bit different because the book is out a little bit, and you know this is all about punching and counterpunching. Arizona punched a lot early, and now there's film out and or video out. Let's be harbingers of uh, honesty Hon- harbingers here. Nobody of uses honesty. film anymore, right? Uh, and but you know, so there are teams that know have have ideas of how they want to approach Arizona. Now it's up to Arizona right. to see how they can uh, adjust to that. Let's talk just some, like I'm adjusting to Bruno or Bruno's adjusting to me. Let's trying to snip my ear off. Let's talk some. Let's talk some Arizona. Let's talk some uh, Arizona. <clears throat> Uh, football, though. Okay. 
If you were to hire Nick Saban right now. <laughs> Nick Saban. If I, right. Let's uh-huh. say that Nick Saban decided, you know what, I need a new career challenge. Absolutely, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, what would be more impressive if you're Nick Saban? Going to the NFL and winning a Super Bowl or going to back the A and winning a national championship. Uh, and, and the A is in Arizona, not right. Alabama. Going to Arizona Bruno. would be more impressive Bruno. Uh, winning a Super Bowl would seal his legacy. Right. So that depends on your interpretation of impressive, I suppose. Okay. Uh, for the Locked on Arizona Wildcats yeah. Sports Podcast, yeah. let's go with Arizona. Right. Okay, so 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 Nick Saban and not Urban Meyer mm-hmm. is uh, knocking down, the is, is show, showing up in Arizona right. here. And you're going to ask me how many games Arizona could win next year? Mm-hmm. Uh, with Nick Saban, five. Okay. Uh, Within year three, are they winning? They're challenging for the Rose Bowl. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. With his name recognition, with uh, the transfer right portal. With the, what did I say? The transfer portal? The transfer portal. I don't, yeah. I don't know what the, the transfer right. portal is. Yeah. But uh, Saban is so impressive that he doesn't even use a portal. He uses the portable. <laughs> he doesn't even use a porta potty. And that's right. He, he, he's, he gets so he many. He so, so, yes. I mean, I think that'd be a good thing for Arizona. If you're asking me how many games Arizona will win or can win... Uh, no, can is different than will. Oh, probably. Mr. John Schiff, I were to ask John uh, Schuster I think right Arizona's now, a three-win football team. If, Ari- if Arizona has a John Sh- John Saban, uh-huh. if Arizona has Nick Saban, yeah, four years from now, uh-huh. he's got all his own players in here. Right? No more, no more uh, Sumlin, no more mm-hmm. Fish. Although right. you know, Fish has done right, a nice right, job right, for sure. Yeah. What? What would Arizona's record be? Even as a guy who just said that last year Fish deserved an F. Yes, uh, and he for, said it for, and he looked at me like and, I had a third eye when he yes. said, a, of course a it's an B. F, a B. What are you talking about? Man, I want to take your class, yes, whatever no that joke. whatever that, cla- that class happens to be. I want to take that to boost my GPA. Um, even, even saying that, it's clear from a recruiting standpoint that Fish has done a really nice job uh, with Arizona, and it's all about starting talent first. Uh, so... Uh, could Arizona under Saban be competing for? Could, could it be a Baylor-esque mm-hmm. style of resurgence, mm-hmm. uh, renovation, without a doubt? And could Arizona be in the mix? Absolutely. There are certain coaches who can do that, and they don't necessarily just need to do it at legacy locations. We might do another "What If" on the other uh, on the next eight, or on the next uh, Locked On Wildcats podcast. We'll be back with you Wednesday. This is Mike Luke. That is John Schuster.